Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, everyone. Today's episode was the changeling, which I don't quite understand. Well,、uh, there's something about、uh, babies being taken, I think, in changeling fairy tale stuff. Actually, someone read a book. Yeah, read a、yeah. book about changeling. Yeah, okay, it's about babies being stolen. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a bit inspired by the book. No, they don't get changed. I don't know what that's all about, but okay. Anyway, replaced by fairy、uh, babies or something. Okay. Well, in any case,、um, I don't know about you. I found this a very tense episode. There are a lot of things going on, but I mean, the whole stuff with Rumpelstiltskin and Belle is very uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. I will agree with there that、um, Rumpelstiltskin is a little psychotic at this point. No, that's not the right word, but what 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 word to use? But he's he's、uh, frightening. Yes, he is. And he says things that are obviously, like he must believe that are insane. Like I would never hurt you, Belle. Yeah, you know. And he he delivers it honestly, but he, that's all he does. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I think he meant like in a in a physical yeah, sense. Yeah, I know, but yeah, but it's he's a very it's an interesting.、Um, we've been saying this, but it's a very interesting turn for Rumpel, and it, it works, but it's dark. Yeah,、work. it it is. I, I think that's that. Maybe that's it because like. Even if he's not a physical danger, he has this presence, and you you just don't know what he's gonna do.、Um, obviously, he has other ways that he's hurting her, even if not intentionally. Again, I say it all, we say it all the time, but Robert Carlyle is wonderful. Yeah, having done ten versions of Rumpelstiltskin over I mean, the years, I did really appreciate the scene in an elevator where, where Belle finally confronted him. Like, look, is this really what you want to do?、Yeah. And like. In the moment of like that, he he backed down, which was admirable, and I I totally called Regina being the one that poisoned her、yeah. later on, or not Regina, Evil Queen, but but the, I liked how he owned up to like, well, he didn't really own up to it. But I mean, <laughs> at the same time, like he wasn't the one who who did the bell, but he was the one who made that birth possible、yeah. that way. I do like with all you know the new strong you know defensive bell. Um, offensive bell actually.、Um, you know, he's like, she's like, stop, no, no more excuses. You know, she keeps saying that too, which I love the dialogue because he's always his thing is always he'll talk and make deal, and she's just like constantly cutting him off and like、no. we're done with this. No,、uh-huh. um, which honestly, that's that's the only thing you can do、yeah. when, when face up a, in、yeah. a certain thing. You, there's no room for negotiation anymore. I think for my view of the episode, like there's a lot of really good stuff, and and some just were like. Not bad stuff. There's a question like, okay, so she can have these dream sequences with her son.、Mm-hmm. What I'm confused about is that okay, when they fir- when they first saw the son, they went to the land of Morpheus, and then went into a dream, and the son was there pretending to be Morpheus. So he didn't have any dream powers at all. He was just pretending. At least that's how I took it. So how does he suddenly have super dream powers? I didn't remember that he was pretending. He pretended to be more. Well, they were in the land of Morpheus. Mm-hmm. And they they went to the deep sleep to do it, and then this third guy showed up, and the twist was that he said he was Morpheus, but he was actually the son. Why couldn't he be both? So there's a whole land that's his before he's born. Well, okay. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering that episode. I think it's cool. I mean, the son of a dark one probably should have some sort of powers. I'm not saying. <laughs>、yeah. I mean, and I I kind of like this whole Morpheus dream thing. I、mm-hmm. think it's kind of an interesting angle. They have never really worked with the whole that angle. Fairy tale, etc. With dreams, no, no, not not a lot, not a lot. No, it's a cool. I think it's a cool element. And it, you know, it's kind of you know, he always does have this. You know, they bring at the beginning this thing about against fairies. The black fairy was interesting. I like the idea of the black fairy, like evil fairy. Yeah, 
it was cool. It, it kind of came out of nowhere, uh, in a sense. Yeah. Like, when they thought he was summoning him, and it was going to wind up being his mother. Well, yeah, that, and that was, I don't know what I feel about that exactly. It's not a bad, tw- I mean, it could no, be interesting. Yeah. And she, even the little we saw of her, it seemed like she could be an interesting character, which she'll surely come up again. I think the problem is that there's very little foreshadowing. I think yeah. there there is precedence for him having bad dealings with fairies, and not, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. I don't know that there was much foreshadowing of him thinking about a mother or anything like like that. And I think that would be my biggest thing about this episode, that there's a lot of big things that happened that if it had been more lead up or whatever, might might have been more impactful. Like they weren't bad scenes, but you feel like if they were again, you know, I could just wish that and I'm not writing writing it. You know, we have a <laughs> weekly episode anyways. Sure. It's true. I do think I really enjoyed you know like you said there's lots of tension. All the drama like between Regina and the Evil Queen over Zelina, mm-hmm. I thought worked really well. Yeah, that was an interesting scene. That was, and, it, and it explains some things because I had actually been wondering why aren't they being more proactive with Zelina? You know yeah. that she's like, you know, why not try to fight over her a little bit? Well, right now Regina just doesn't feel like she can. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Jakar's scene with um, what's Londo's assistant's name? Um, Veer. Veer. Yeah, like when they're in the elevator and Veer's. It's very awkward, but Veer is like trying to apologize, and Jakar is like, "I, I just cannot forgive right now." Yeah. And he literally does not have it in him to do that. And um, that that scene clarified a lot about where their relationship currently stands right now. And it also shows another snapshot of who Regina is right now, where she's good enough to save Zelina, mm-hmm. but she can't. She's not. She's not charming, sort of like, hope and joy. You know, she's a very realistic, I was bad, I'm trying not to be, but this is just too far for me right now. Yeah. She's always been one of the more honest, mm. realistic sort of characters that way. And then, I, I don't all the scenes between Rumpel and the Evil Queen were very, in, I mean, they've always been interesting. Yes. But they were especially... Uh, there were, Bitey. Yes. There was, there was a lot of like sparks flying whenever yeah. they were on the screen. The together. other type of sparks, not the one they were going for a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is probably as strange and funny as that was. This is probably better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw someone comment, they would have loved to have been in the room when uh, those two actors who worked together for years saw they had to make out with yeah. each other. <laughs> you know, it's interesting too, there's almost a little sub-theme of both the Evil Queen and Rumpel, while they're both kind of evil, both being poked that there's still this hole in their heart that they can't... Mm, yeah. That is really what keeps them from... Keeps them in the cycle. You know, it was, that was... It. We saw it a little bit last episode, but then Regina's like, look, you still have the same hole I had when I was there. You want someone to mm-hmm. care for you. That's the same thing Rumpel has. Is evil, as sold out as he is to, this is just who I am, he desperately needs someone to say, that's uh, okay. Yeah. And no one's going to say that's okay because he's evil. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's a very interesting point, especially in our you know modern day culture, which is all about acceptance as people are and stuff. To like to be willing to draw a line, even a show like Once Upon a Time that like you know kind of blurs good and evil sometimes. Yeah. To like actually draw lines, like no, this this right here, this is not acceptable. You know what I think? I think it's harder. I think you almost have to draw that line the more you make him a realistic sort of evil. Mm. Because when it was fairytale evil, you know, he's stealing babies and stuff, and Belle's like, oh, I still love you. <laughs> but, you know, because it's very fairy tale, And, you know, for the audience, we can forgive that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he becomes kind of this domineering, you know, kind of emotionally abusive person, mm-hmm. it makes you feel a little icky. And you're like, well, no, this is, this is there's a line here. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Not the... 
not the direction going starting the season not the direction i would have guessed i mean honestly i really didn't have yeah. a whole lot of clue yeah. where they're going with this but yeah definitely a different this is not just your everyday let's throw in some disney characters and have a good time mm. kind of stuff and i think it's benefited from not just throwing random characters i mean yeah. well i'll be interested to see if jasmine and Aladdin ever become anything besides like like, we just desperately need some sort of uh, magical plot to happen. <laughs> Sidecare, yeah. You know, like, oh, we need a genie, which is apparently what they need for next episode. Or we need some shears, or, you know, hopefully they start becoming... I, again, there's so many plot lines I understand not tackling right now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally fine with them being kind of side characters. I do think it's interesting that to become a genie, you just put on the same braces that the last genie had. Yeah. Which makes sense yeah. in once of rules. Um, and it'll be interesting to see Aladdin's genie. I mean, I, that was... Neat. So, speaking of side characters, though, so yeah. so the synopsis said something about Jack and Jill about their daughter, their son is the one that well, yeah. apparently yeah, I think it's their son who Rumpelstiltskin stole. Like you saw them, Bell returned yes. the baby. Have we seen Jack and Jill before? <laughs> Not that I know of. I and mean, so it's just in the synopsis. We and... wouldn't even know when it was supposed to be Jack and Jill. I don't think unless the synopsis had said that. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Maybe we saw him at some point. I, I just have to point out yet again that the blue furries outfit and it's ridiculous it's the like you're at some, thing yeah jellyfish pinata dress i mean who decided I mean, they, they normally do costumes really neat on this show but that was just that's just insane well i mean that's the same one she's always had i think i don't know just I, they had, that time in the time uh what well, the two episodes ago where tim wasn't here she was wearing it and walking yeah. around with with snow and just like what are these people the, the main difference is i don't know I'm like I'm pretty sure that, that was what she used to have. She hasn't been as much in recent seasons, so that's one reason why it sticks out a little more. I think the the you don't see the bottom as often, do you? Well, I think that was the other thing I was gonna say. I th- I don't think she used to get regular size as often back then. I thought I think she, they used to keep her small, and so it was less oh, noticeable when she be. was just kind of floating around. I've never been particularly fond of the fairies in the one fun time. They always seem a little bizarre. But that's just a personal thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with them. They do kind of show up as plot convenience more often than not. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They're they're hardly characters and more like we desperately need some magic. <laughs> Speaking of squid ink, okay, <laughs> someone needs to invest in some squid ink in this show. The, uh, a squid farm or something yeah. like that. They should track down Ursula wherever she went and see. Yeah, if, uh, she, they, is she happy now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I think she went back to fairy world or something. So can can Blue Fairy go to other dimensions, or is she just like flying around New York or something? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. I, I thought that was interesting. Poor poor um, Belle slash Claire, <laughs> who can only uh, give birth to babies that get taken away from her. Yeah, but at least, like I was saying, at least we don't have another uh, abandoned baby around Storybook somewhere. We've got so a lot of babies. There's a lot of babies right now. I mean, Zelina has a baby in the snow. I mean. Nothing wrong with that, but it, they're just all everywhere, like being held randomly and then being put down so you don't get into a battle. <laughs> the funny thing is, Zelina's actually a more attentive mother than Snow White, it <laughs> seems like. <laughs> Zelina's always with her so baby. Poor Zel- I just, I keep hoping for them to give Zelina some good plot. I mean, she's just kind of sitting there waiting for someone to do something with her. <laughs> or to her. Or, or to her. Yeah. Uh, forgive her. I mean, it's just kind of sad. Anyways, it's, yeah, I don't. It's been a, it's been a roller coaster of a season. Half half season yeah, so far. Relatively strong episodes generally. Mm-hmm. Winter finale next time. We'll see what they pull out I, of their hat this yeah, time. I do kind of miss the uh, the land of forgotten tales. Yeah, they they've kind of been forgotten. Yeah, I know it's <laughs> shame or, on them. Or untold. I mean, I mean, they were like super big, and then 
They just kind of faded off. And then suddenly Snow's back to teaching after <laughs> not wanting to or being sidetracked or whatever. I guess I forgot Jasmine and Aladdin. Well, Jasmine technically came from that storyline, didn't she? Yeah. So I guess she was the one lasting thing. And who knows, maybe they'll pull something out, but they've been focusing on the main character storyline, which I think has been okay. Yeah. Well, it's really about this sword and Emma. I don't know. Emma's plotline is interesting, but nothing's happened largely besides her shaking her hand occasionally. <laughs> um, we'll see. Because it's still an interesting idea, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Anyone? Baby? My baby's out here again. She doesn't want to sleep during one spawn time. <laughs> she keeps hearing all these talk about babies. And yeah, she I guess wants so. in on that. All right. So okay, yep. <laughs> thank you for listening, folks. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye-bye.